Welcome to Adventures of an Entrepreneur with Bruce Bright Jr. Join the journey to become a successful entrepreneur with someone who's learning from experts and diving deep into the decision making within his own business. Welcome to Adventures of an Entrepreneur. Today I'm talking to Christina Flack. She's a professional makeup artist. She's worked with some huge names like Metallica, Journey, Bobby Flay, tons of actors and actresses. But she's also the CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup that she started back in 1999 and has been successfully growing up all the way up until now. She also has a great call. She's working tour and some great driving motivation. Uh, welcome, Christina Flack. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. How are you today? Good. I'm great. Good morning so far. How about you? Great. Good morning. I've already had my tea and done my yoga and meditation. I'm ready to go. Awesome. So let's get. So do you have a like a morning routine that you normally get in? Because that's a common thing with most of the entrepreneurs I talk to. Yes, I do. I uh, I'm very regimented. <laughs> I wake up every morning. I have a glass of uh, like this water and with vinegar, and I have a bunch of supplements. Then I have some tea. I make a green juice. Um, I'm doing this collagen diet right now, so I'm doing a lot of protein and fat and collagen and uh, bone broth. So yeah, I feel huh. very I feel good. Do yoga every day or or uh, hike or something. Ride my horse. Wow. You have a horse? I do. That's awesome. I have a horse named Calvin. Yep. Uh, that's one thing uh, most entrepreneurs I've talked to, they seem to have a very regimented schedule, especially in the mornings and like at night. And I think that just kind of comes down to discipline. Most people that run their own business have really high discipline. I think you have to, because if you don't, it's just, there's too much that needs to be done. So I think uh, you know, you just need to use your time efficiently. And I think the only way to do that is to be disciplined. So yeah, yeah. I agree with you. So you're the, uh, the CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. I am. How, do you, how did you start that company? Why don't you go into the origin story of that? Okay. Well, I have, I've been a celebrity makeup artist for a very long time. I have agents um, that book me jobs. And then, then I, I was always drinking. I'm a mother of five and I drink a ton of water and I just kept coming off all the time, my lip gloss. And I thought, gosh, I can't find a lip gloss that, that works, you know, that stays on. And so I thought, you know what, I'll just invent my own. So I started working with the chemist and formulated the texture and then uh, then worked on the colors because I'm self-funded. And so I wanted my products to look good on all my friends who are all the shades of the rainbow. And um, so it took a much longer than I had anticipated. That's for sure. I thought it was going to take like a couple weeks and it would be in stores and, you know, I've made a billion dollars and it hmm. didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> but it's been an interesting process. And I think one of the things that, um, helps me go keep going on all the time is that I enjoy all of the process. You know, I enjoy, you know, the formulations, the, the naming, you know, every bit of it. So if you enjoy what you're doing, it's not quite so painful when you were, are working seven days a week, you know, huge amounts of hours. So I think you really have to love what you do. How long were you a professional makeup artist before you decided to start Pretty Girl Makeup? Hmm. I was pro probably like five years or so. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I still do it. And, you know, if, the, if it wasn't for the shut-in, I'd be doing a lot of jobs. I do a lot of TV, um, film and, um, you know, fashion. So unfortunately things have slowed down quite a bit, but I'm hoping that it's going to open up again soon so I can get back. Yeah. To how, how locked down are y'all? Cause here. Oh, I live in California. Yeah. So it's, 
it's pretty shut down. It's, it's not so great. Um, yeah, there's nothing, there's no nail salons open or hair or you can't work out. It's no, you can't eat outside. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty awful. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're pretty much open. It's just masks everywhere, but you can, that would be amazing. I would be thrilled with that. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, I've been, you know, working on my company. I've been, um, you know, doing a lot of interviews, uh, raising awareness for sepsis. That's another one of my passions. Um, my husband, Ken Flack, was a professional tennis player, and he passed away in 2018. I can't believe it's going to be three years in March, but uh, he passed away from sepsis. So after he passed away, the Sepsis Alliance contacted me and asked if I would, you know, start raising awareness um, using my husband's likeness and, and to honor him. So I thought that was a great idea um, because I don't want anyone else to lose, you know, the person that they love most because of being unaware of the signs of sepsis, which are, if you go to the sepsis.org website, there's a little table there that says time. And what that means is, T is for temperature. You can be incredibly hot or incredibly cold. Eyes for infection in some spot of your body. It could be, you know, for example, my husband had bronchitis, which turned into pneumonia. So that's how he became septic. Um, M is for mental decline. It's hard to rouse them. They just feel kind of lethargic. And E is for excruciating pain. You feel like you're dying because you pretty much are. Sepsis is a just deadly aggressive uh, disease that attacks all your vital organs. It's a blood, it's infection of the blood. And once it gets into the blood uh, stream, it starts attacking your organs and they all shut down and you die very quickly. So if you have any of these signs, um, you know, you go to the emergency or to your doctor, ask for a blood test. And in 20 minutes, they can determine whether you're septic or not. And they can put you on an IV antibiotic and, you know, you'll, you'll survive. So... I'm hoping that you know people will hear this interview and, and visit the website and, and then just start having organic dialogue at home with, with people, you know, your family and friends saying like, you know, do you know what sepsis is? Do you know what the signs are? So yeah, I was going to bring that up because uh, it, it's, su it's such a terrible thing to, for something that you can cure or get rid of, right. you just let it linger. That, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, have you always visioned yourself as an entrepreneur? Because you went into the professional makeup business. I'm, I'm guessing that's pretty competitive. Yes, it is because, very I mean, competitive. It sounds like a dream job. Uh, it does, but it's harder than one would think. You know, it's long hours, you know, and you're waking up really early. It's a lot of pressure. You're, you know, you're working with the team, you know, with the lighting and the crew and everyone. And you need to make sure that, you know, the client is, is perfect. And, you know, you're dealing with people that are intense and sometimes not in the best of moods. And so you kind of have to uh, be um, kind of easygoing and, and knowing how to handle uh, each client is particular. So I, I, you know, I've had five children and so I, I'm pretty good at handling difficult, stressful situations <laughs> with people. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean, uh, I didn't mean easy. I'm sure it's very. No, it's not yeah. easy. I mean, what I honestly, once you're on set, it's fun. And there are moments that, it, you know, it's, it's fab. It's the best job. I get to meet amazing people, go to great places and it's different all the time. You know, you, you go, I went to do, uh, you know, Condoleezza Rice for Time Magazine down at Stanford. I've worked with, you know, Tyler Florence and Bobby Flay with the Food Network and Metallica and Journey and, Wow. You know, all these amazing people, you know, amazing fashion houses, you know, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, um, you know, 
Neiman Marcus. I've, I've worked with so many extraordinary people. So it's really, really a wonderful job. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So when you were doing that, did you envision yourself starting a company or did that just kind of no I, I no I didn't at all I didn't envision myself owning a company I, I hadn't I, you know it just kind of evolved itself into happening you know they uh you're not handed a CEO book you just kind of start doing stuff and and you know little by little you just it expands and um it's it's a lot of fun but it is it's intense sometimes, you know, it's a lot of pressure, but I, I enjoy it. And I think it's a perfect balance for me being a makeup artist um, and having the company. I think it's it's really one complements the other and it doesn't get stale that way. You know, some days, you know, if I'm on set a lot, it's like such a pleasure to be in my office working and, and you know, not having to run around anywhere. Yeah, it keeps it exciting. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So do, when you're doing uh, makeup on people for TV and radio or not radio movies and stuff. Do you use your makeup? I do. And then I have other companies that are very generous with me that send me makeup. Um, Japanesque and Kosas have been incredibly generous with me and they send me makeup to use. And I am very grateful and um, it helps me create beautiful things. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And of course I use pretty girl, you know, I use my, you know, my products as well. Yeah. Got to. Uh, yeah, no, that's the best part when you get to use your own products on people and then you see, you know, your lip gloss or your eyeshadow or blush or whatever on, on, you know, in a magazine or on TV. It's very exciting. It's, it, you know, it's satisfying. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so when you first started off the company and you're trying to grow, how did you go from an idea in your head? You're like, this lip gloss is not staying on my lips to fixing that problem. Like those initial steps, like getting it off the ground. How, how did you do that? Because that seems to be the, diff, the most difficult part. I think you just have to decide you're going to do it and then figure it out as you go along. I, you know, I contacted my attorney and said, you know, I need to trademark the name. I started working with the chemist. Um, and that took a lot of time because, you know, they send you, you know, you have an idea, you have a meeting of like how you want it to be and what ingredients, and then they send it to you and then you have to make notes and send it back and then they revise it and then they send it back to you and you try it on your friend. So it just, it takes quite a long time. And then, then you start, then I got a publicist and, and that helped get it into magazines and with celebrities and, and, um, and then getting in different stores and online. And so. So y'all started it, with it, lip gloss. I started with lip gloss and a lip plumper and lipstick. And then I've had, you know, uh, candles and sugar scrubs and um, lotions and all kinds of different things. And this year is really exciting because I'm expanding pretty girl. Um, we're going to do a new skincare line and a new hair care line and mm. as well as expanding the pretty girl makeup line. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we have some new investors that are coming in to support us. My partner, Jordan, um, and I, we, um, we're very excited about that. It's going to be a very big year for us. Wow. That is exciting. So, uh, how long have you owned the company or when did you start the company? A hundred years <laughs> since 1999, I started pretty girl. Oh, wow. Okay. Very so long time. Almost 22 years. I'm 20. I was born in 99. Okay. Well, there you go. I was going to yeah. say that it's probably as old as you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I have children older than you. <laughs> Look at you. You've started your own podcast. That's really great. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, really cool. And I did it because I own my own small business. Also, it's a service business, a mobile detailing business. Oh, fantastic. The idea behind the podcast is meet people, learn from other entrepreneurs that have already done it. And a podcast 
is fun. And I get to talk to people that I wouldn't normally get to talk to. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So what kind of advice would you give someone who is thinking about starting a business? I was going to say young, but doesn't have to necessarily be young. Maybe they're at a job they hate and they're thinking about starting a business. They have an idea, but they, they're not full in yet. What would you kind of say to them? Well, it's, I, I tell this to my children as well, you know, figure out what you love doing that you don't care if you're getting paid and then figure out how to get paid, you know, figure out what it is that you are excited to wake up in the morning to do. And I mean, I, when I started being a makeup artist, I did a million faces for free or for very little. I just, you know, they say 10,000 hours makes you, you know, really great at something. And believe yeah. me, I've done 20,000. Um, but I, I think it's important to, you know, if you love what you're doing, you don't mind working hard. And, and then it's so great when you are successful and you start making money, it will, you, you're, there's no way you can fail if you are loving what you're doing. People, you know, your energy is contagious and people see that, you know, you're a positive person that you try really hard and it will, you will succeed. It will take a little time. And if you, you know, not to put um, unrealistic expectations on oneself. I think it's important to, you know, be kind to yourself. I'm very hard on myself and I'm working on that. Um, I never feel like I get enough done in a day. And um, so now I'm really trying to treat myself as I treat others. You know, I treat everyone else very generously and kindly. And so I, I've been working on doing that to myself and, and being satisfied with, you know, at the end of a, a long day to turn off the phone and have some quiet time with your family and, and just relax a bit. Cause it really is important to recharge your batteries. Yeah. I feel like loving what you're doing keeps it exciting and it's better, even if you're making less money than what you're making at your job you're just enjoying life more. Oh, a hundred percent. It's amazing. You know, you can't put a price on happiness and joy. You know, it is pretty, it is priceless having good health and, and being happy and excited and and loving of of things in life. I I think it makes it really the money. We always have enough money. I mean, it always seems to trickle in, you know, and, and, and everything works itself out. And I think knowing that too, just knowing that, you know, not, I think focusing on the outcome you want, not what you're afraid of or the outcome you don't want is really important. Um, I I read once that you're going to get whatever you focus on. So focus on the outcome you want, not the outcome you don't want. Right. Yeah. Uh, I just read, is that three simple steps? It might be. I read a really great book too called uh, the four, uh, four agreements. Have you read that book? I haven't read that one. It's a really good one. Yeah. Must be a comment. I think I just read that. Three, Three what? The three simple steps is what I think it's called, but I just finished it. Do you read? Oh, yes. I love yeah. to read. I'm a total nerd. Yeah. Three simple steps by, oh, but yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I wasn't a big reader, but I'm kind of just testing out a bunch of stuff that I hear successful entrepreneurs do trying to like reverse engineer it. So I've been reading more. I read before I go to bed. I've done it for like two months now. I wake up at six, six and six thirty a.m. I take cold showers now. Those suck, oh. but I heard somebody's doing them, so I'll try it out. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, I think balance in life's important. You know, you don't want to suffer too much. You know, yeah, you need to have some pleasure and you know working hard, but also getting outside, getting some fresh air, and exercising super important. Yeah. 
His uh, the book is by Trevor Blake. Three simple okay, steps. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, a map to success in business and life. It was a good book. It's not it's not that long of a read, but it was good. Um, okay. Uh, oh, do you have any uh, long term visions for yourself and the business, or like five years, ten years? Do you do you plan that far out? I I do. I I mentally plan that out. My partner and I have planned that out. We have goals that we're trying to reach, and you know, we just want the company to grow at a healthy rate. Um, and you know, we want to be in all the stores, and we want to, you know, we want it to be a billion dollar business. You know, that's the goal. So yeah, that's what I'm focusing on. That'd be awesome. What stores are y'all in right now? Well, we're on um, Amazon and we're in different salons and boutiques across the country. We're on our website. So yeah, prettygirlmakeup.com. Nice. Yeah. And we'll put all your social media links, links to the website in the show notes. Fantastic. Uh, what do you think you've done differently that has put you above your competitors? Because I'm sure there's, to get into the professional makeup artist business, you had to compete against a lot of other people and you succeeded there. And then you got into the business world and you're succeeding in the business world. So what do you think you do differently that has gotten you to where you are? I think that I go the extra mile in everything I do. I think um, when I'm on set on, you know, doing a TV show or, you know, being a makeup artist, I, nothing, I will help the, the producer. I will help the camera guy. I will go get tea for my client. I just, I go the extra mile always. And I think it pays off. And I think that people see that my work is, you know, really beautiful and that they don't have a lot of post, you know, stuff to, to clean up that, that my work is really clean and they, they appreciate that. They also appreciate that I'm, you know, quiet when I need to be, that I'm friendly when I need to be. And then, you know, that I, you know, I do my job and I don't cause any problems, you know, I'm pleasant and I'm thankful and I leave. (laughs) (laughs) And you're a, you're a mother of five. I didn't know that beforehand. I am. I am a mother of five. How do you balance that with work? Cause I know that's a, I don't have any kids, but I know that's a, some people that I've talked to have struggled with that. Well, I have, my kids are older now. My oldest daughter, Melania is 27. She is a fashion designer. She's been living in London for four years. She started her own makeup, uh, her own clothing line called Ruja. Um, my daughter Rose went to NYU and she's a screenwriter in LA and my son Nikolai is 20 and he is in college trying to turn pro as a golfer. And my youngest is, uh, Ben is in eighth grade and he's a golfer as well. Um, so they're older now, you know, they're not, you know, I, I was very lucky that, um, my kid's dad and I were divorced. Our son Bo passed away and we were divorced after that. And then I married Ken. I was very lucky to have two, two husbands that were helping with the kids as well. So there were three of us. It was, it was great. Um, now it's just Mitch and I with the, with the others, but you know, the older ones help with the little ones and they get older and easier. Like now I feel like I've worked myself out of a job. My kids are so independent and I, you know, I have to beg them to come over and feed them and see me, you know, but, um, it's great. They're happy. And that's really all that matters. Yeah. That's kind of like, my family now, me and my sister are both in college and my older sister's 29. So she's married and uh, out of the city, but they have to like beg us to come home for dinner and stuff. And well, that means I, your parents did their job. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm sure your mom feels like I do that she worked herself out of, she did her job too well and worked herself out of a job, but. Yeah, you know, and then now great. they're just em- empty nesters, so. Yes, 
but we come back for the summers. I'm about to graduate in May and then I'll probably get at my own place. Maybe, maybe move back for like the summer, but as soon as I can afford it, probably get my own place. And then there'll just be Sarah and my parents. So, yeah, but my parents have a vision of moving to some tropical paradise. Good for them. That sounds like a good plan. I'd like to do that. (laughs) They always say Belize, but they've never been to Belize. So I don't know. Well, good. They will. You know what? What I, you know, focus on what you want. They'll probably be there soon. You'll have to send me a note when they get there. They go to Belize. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about or that I haven't brought up? No, I just, um, thank you for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure talking to you and I hope you have a great day and congratulations on, uh, on your success that you've already accomplished and <laughs> more that's coming, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank you. I hope. Fantastic. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what I'm talking about and want to hear more, please subscribe and I'll see y'all later. Bye.